0: I want to focus today on the essence of community. Why is community so important to us as human beings? And how does that need to play such a central role for us, especially as Catholics? Catholics actually means universal. So it's meant to imply that it's the place of universal community offered to the human race by God. But what does that actually mean for every one of us? So in the gospel... Christ gives us an image of oftentimes of heaven referring to a a feast where everyone's invited, especially the poor, the lonely, and the rejected. So heaven is communion with God and others. It's a place where we feel totally accepted that we belong there. It's like, have you ever gone to a party? Maybe you you weren't with your friends at that moment. And you're standing around and everyone's doing their thing, talking to somebody else, and you're just sitting in the middle of them awkwardly. It's like you feel so alone in those moments, like you'd rather be alone, right? It's easier to be alone than to be surrounded by a lot of other people and not feel seen or known by anybody. Then you feel the weight of your solitude. I think that's also why some people don't choose, they choose not to come to mass because they come to a community of believers, but they don't actually belong to anybody there. So you actually feel your isolation even more with other people than you do when you're alone if you don't actually have authentic connection. Because that's exactly what we're made for. Like, to be together at a banquet, especially vulnerable, like being, people see you, they know all your brokenness, your crap, and they still love you and accept you. You don't have to put on a face. Like, that's what we're all made for. That's what an image of heaven is. It's like, we will be seen exactly as we are through God. There's no front, there's no hypocrisy, We are who we are, and we're known, and we're loved by everybody around us. That's what we're made for. That's what we're longing for here. Of course, this made me think about a movie. It's a movie I hope not a lot of you have watched, but at least that I can explain it enough that you would understand it. And it's my altar boy's last mass here, some of them, and uh, I'm offering the mass for them, for Joe and Connor, right before they go out to seminary. So I thought, what better than talk about the movie *Midsummer*, which they introduced me to. So, I don't know how many of you have seen the movie Midsummer, but it's uh, it's not really inspiring or cathartic. It's kind of like an acid trip that gets like darker and darker until you find yourself like sewn up in a bear costume burning in a barn. so it's it's really not that good. But it really taps into the essence of community in a very real way. And the movie centers around this character named Danny. And you're introduced to her at the beginning. she's She has all these emotional problems because she came from a very broken home. And it's right after she loses both her mother, father, and sister in a very tragic um, accident, incident. And so she has all this trauma, this pain within her, and her boyfriend isn't really involved with her in any way. He's just kind of there on the outside. outside. He's always just like an onlooker. So she feels like she has a boyfriend, someone she should be able to lean on and share her heart with, but he's not really engaged in her life. But she doesn't talk about it because she's so afraid to lose him. Like, he's the last semblance of a relationship that I have. So she holds on to this bad relationship. And um, Artie Astor, the director, actually said that this movie is supposed to be a breakup movie, but cloaked in, like, folk um, horror imagery, basically. And she ends up going with him and his friends to Sweden to visit one of their friends, like, commune. like this old commune of... Um, just ancient believers in this uh, kind of cultic religion. And she's the only girl amidst all these guys. So it's another isolation element. So the whole time you're just seeing her from her perspective, she's always on the outside. She has no one to actually feel empathy for her or share her heart with. And especially coming from all the trauma that she had in her past, it's coming out of her just in little ways, right? And um, when they get there, what's so attractive to her is this whole community is totally based on perfect communion. Like they base everything they do off of nature and like they dance the same way, they talk the same way, you know, they eat the same way. Everything's together. And it's a very compelling image of perfect communion that the very thing that she's lacking. And the more and more she like goes into them and she starts to feel like they'll actually cry with her and laugh with her. And they have this whole thing of whatever pain that you're feeling, they try to mirror it in themselves. Like, your pain is our pain. So it's very attractive to somebody with her feeling so outside and unknown, even by those who are closer to her in her life. And so it's all about kind of the dark hole that she goes to as she little by little assimilates their community, until she finally goes out in a blaze at the end, but I'll leave you to see that for yourself if you have the courage. But what this really taps into, what he wanted to show, was how broken we are as Americans, how isolated we are, and how our deepest longing is for communion with others, even when it's a toxic environment. You can ask yourself, like, how many times have you done something? just to go along with your friends or go along with society, what everyone else is doing, because we were afraid to stand apart. And there's something very authentic in that. We're not supposed to be alone. We're not meant to be alone in this life. We need other people. But if the people that we look to for empathy and communion, if they're not centered on something authentic and real, When the community crumbles, we will crumble with them. So it's really important to ask myself, who are the people that I go to, to find a sense of belonging? Because that's who I will become, little by little. And I've noticed this in the Catholic Church. A lot of people, especially in college, they don't leave because of theological reasons. They don't just stop believing in Jesus Christ it's usually because they don't find community with their Catholics. It's like how many times have you gone into a Catholic church and you don't know anybody, nor do you really have an inclination to want to get to know anybody, right? And so you feel like an outsider in your own church. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna go to the college and you're gonna find friends, other people that we can connect with. And once we find that group, if they're not in line with the teachings of Jesus Christ, What's going to happen to the way I act and the way I believe? Little by little it's going to change according to those people. But some of the biggest problems that we face in our society, it comes from a lack of community. You know, there's one word that doesn't exist in tribal communities, in small communities. That word is depression. Depression. Isn't that just a fancy word for feeling bugged down? Dwight, you ignorant. The office. Come on, movie quote. Okay, so depression is an effect of not belonging more than anything else. They even did these studies where they took people who were struggling with depression, self-identified, and they put them with these tribal communities for a while, for a year at a time. All of their anxieties went away. Because all of a sudden, they had a purpose. They were belonging to other people, right? They had a sense of community and direction. So so often, depression for us, especially as Americans, is linked to the amount of time that we spend by ourselves. And social media does absolutely nothing to help that. Actually makes it worse. Because you're looking at other people on the surface and what their life is, and it looks so much better because it's photoshopped and only the greatest moments are there, and so all it does is leave us to feel worse about the ordinary days of our life, right? That's why social media is actually separating us more and more, just like pornography isn't real intimacy. It just separates us from the opposite sex even more. They even, and that's why I think addictions are the same things. Addictions with social media and addictions with pornography come to the same thing. It comes down to isolation. There's an experiment done called the rat pack. The rat park, excuse me. Um, researchers proved that when's so what they did is basically they took these groups of rats and they put them in isolated cages and they had two water bottles that they could drink from. One was just natural, the other one had bits of cocaine in it. Yeah, Luckily they started this with rats before human beings. So they basically had them in there and when the rats were alone and they tried the water with cocaine in it, obviously they got a good hit. And they would go back to that neighbor and they would just drink from that bottle again and again and again. They would stop eating, they wouldn't do anything else until they died. Then they took the same thing, they put a bottle of regular water and one that had drips of cocaine in it with a rat park. So there were like you know, 50 to 100 rats in this cage, socializing, playing together, working, whatever rats do. And uh, I'm, I see this for myself. And um, I'm, it's probably not too different than what the guys in the Prasadi house just running all over each other, you know, making a mess. So basically, all the rats at one point tried the water with the cocaine. None of them got hooked. They would just go back to the regular water over and over again. And then they took rats that were alone in that cage, drinking out of that one uh, bottle with the drug, and then after they got addicted, they put them into the other rat park, and they stopped going back to that cocaine water. They just went back to the regular water. What does that tell us about addictions? Addictions come to fill in emptiness within us, a lack of intimacy with other people. So then we go to that to numb it, at least for a moment. But that's how essential community life is for all of us. I met a man a while ago at another parish that I was in. He was addicted to pornography for 40 years. 40 years. So when he came to me, I really didn't know what I could possibly tell him that he had not heard at some other time in the midst of that 40 years. But I just told him, before you come back to me for any advice, you need to go to an essay. You need to get in a group that of sexoholics anonymous to actually start talking about this. Then you and I can talk. Because it was just him and I talking. And then he'd go back and he'd be alone. And then he'd come back and just talk to me. It wasn't going anywhere. He started going to SA and within two months, all of his addictions were gone. It's been years and it's been gone. But I asked him, I was like, what how did it change so fast after so long of fighting and this? this was the first time in my life I ever opened this up to other people. Like I had a group of people I could talk to about this. I was no longer alone. So, so many of the problems I think that we face are not, it's not a problem of the thing itself, the addiction itself. It's a lack of community, right? And a lack of support, a lack of feeling seen known, understood, and loved by those around me that caused me to go out to these other places to fill that emptiness. And that's why we have to understand the only authentic community that will ever endure in this world is upon Jesus Christ and his church. Every other community falls apart. Even every other Protestant community falls apart. And I have a lot of good friends and family that are Protestants, very faith-filled, but they've all been to like three or four different congregations, because as soon as Martin Luther broke off from the Catholic Church, you see one one branch of Christianity going all the way up. As soon as the Protestant Reformation hit in the 1500s, over 70,000 branches of different denominations have sprung up from that, because it's no longer built upon the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is the community that remains forever because it was founded by Jesus Christ. But if we don't find a community with one another built upon the Catholic church, we can be here. You can come to church, but never actually get anything out of it. Just like you can go to the gym many times a week, but not actually work out. The Prasadi boys understand that reference very well. I can guarantee you that. You can't just show up somewhere and expect to get something out of it, if you're not putting yourself into it, if you're not really working at it. That's the, the biggest thing i learned is that if we're not all contributing to this center, we who are coming here, it's not so much that the center will suffer, because it demands all of us, but you only fall in love with something, you only belong to something to the degree that you support it with either financially, but especially with your time and giving your talents to that place. I tell the guys, if you really want someone to fall in love with you, you have to give them the opportunity to do them, do things for you. Someone who's always doing things for the other person and not allowing them to do it back, it doesn't actually make them fall in love with you more. It detaches them. Because we as human beings, we fall in love and feel a sense of belonging to the degree that we contribute to a society, to a group. So I want us to really consider, every one of us in our own way, how does the Catholic Church form your community, especially here at St. Paul's? Like when you come in these doors, when you come in this church, do you actually feel connected that you could see other people that you know, that know you, you can share yourself with? Or do you feel like you're just walking into a, a church full of strangers? You come in, you give an hour of worship, and then you go back to your true community. What is it that's going to perdure in time? It's where we find our heart. And the last thing I want to say on this is the greatest sign of empathy and community that I've seen at the St. Paul Center has happened a few times this last week. When I've walked into the church and I found different students of the missionaries praying over individuals. Like we are meant to have our needs, our poverty shared with others, but especially offered up to God. And this was something I never did or believed in until after I was a priest. There was this one time when I just had the most difficult conversation over the phone with somebody and I left feeling so empty and depressed, bummed out, really sad, and I walked into the church. I just felt Completely on on empty and there's a group of like four individuals praying in the corner They saw me these were prisoners, but I didn't really know them very well But they saw me come in and kneel down and they walked over to me and said we want to pray with you We can tell something's going on and each of them put their hand on me and started offering me up to the Lord And I started to share what was going on in my heart those feelings that I had at that time I've never experienced such an authentic communion with others in the Catholic Church until that moment. So that intercessory prayer, do you have people in the Catholic Church that you can go to and say, I just want to pray together. I'm going through this with my family, with my friends, with my boyfriend or girlfriend or school, and I need to have some prayer over this. Because that's exactly what we're made for, that empathy where we can share ourselves with other people they can feel what we feel and we can unite it to God from there. And the reason, the last reason that the Catholic Church is the ultimate place for communion is because Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the communion of God, comes to us right here in every Mass on this altar, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Holy Eucharist. And to the degree that we recognize His presence here, and receive his presence and his empathy, we will come to understand the meaning of holy communion and thereby find our own community here at St. Paul's.